Episode 29, Season 2, Episode 9, if you're me. Episode 20. Is uh, it 29, really? Yeah, it's 29. Dude, it feels like it's been forever. I it know does. we did the, the live show, which was... So much fun. Excellent, man. I enjoyed that very much. That was a good time, man. Thanks, Will, for having us out at the Hugo yeah. Car Show. That was a really good time. Yeah. We had a blast. And, and then, it was then you went on your 33rd vacation, and we took a week off. We did take a much-needed break. Yeah, we did. It was... Um, it wasn't technically a full week, but... No, I mean, we just took one episode off. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, I, I get it. These people that do the radio every single day. Right. And current events every single day. And, and I don't write the rundown. You write the rundown. But, like, watching the races. And, and it's different watching the races. Like, we watch the races and watching it and making notes and getting ready for the yeah. podcast and talking about the things that, that we're going to talk about. It, it's It's... I mean, it's not work, but... Right. It's it's taxing. I mean, you know, so well, it was mean, nice to take a little break. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting with friends watching watching uh, Austin, Coda, Circuit of the Americas on Sunday, and I had my notes app open on my phone, uh, taking notes, like every time stuff, something significant or something that I wanted to talk about, yeah. I would make, you know, a little one-liner so that I could, you know, inject it into the, into the podcast, but... Um, so real quickly before you go, if, if you're listening to this either on ESPN Paris 105.1 right. or on our podcast, Apple podcast, Google, all that, um, a reason to subscribe to our channel is our YouTube channel or our Twitch channel is cause we're live right now we on are. those and we're showing, um, our video where we raced Coda this week. Now, no, I don't that's know, not, that's actually, this is practice. No, this is Bahrain. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, this is Bahrain. Is Coda, Coda's on there, aren't they? Well, it should be. So, anyway, this is us at Bahrain. If you're watching us live, um, and I'm, I'm sorry, i got to quit looking at it. Okay, Jay, what are we going to get into? Well, Let's the title first. of this episode is Every Little Thing He Does is Magic, and that he in this situation is referencing um, uh, Max Verstappen. I didn't want to say his name out loud. Hey, but. man, I apologize. I'm gonna, it's two-time world champion. Max Verstappen. Okay, man. Whatever you know, whatever you want to say, <laughs> man. What a great race for him this week! Wow, that's not, it was. Um, that's it good. was. It was a heck of a race. Yeah, I'm it was. Be uh, and yeah, obviously, he, he clinched the title for the constructors' championship for Red Bull. Yep. So you know that's a good piece of of the puzzle. And and of course, we had Dietrich Mateschitz, who is the founder and. Man, try not to go eighth grade. I mean, I'm not kidding. Seriously. Anyway, he passed away this week at the tender old age of 78. And uh, his Red Bull gave him wings. And he's, you know, up there uh, with the spirit in the sky. So we get all the song uh, references today. So, that yeah, they they won it. You know, Max obviously dedicated the race to him. Yeah. I think it's cool that they went out. And, and also clinched the constructor's title. So, first time since 2014, by the way. See, and I didn't realize that. Yeah. You said that the other day, and I was like, well, they won it last year. Right. And I thought they did win it last year. And, and it was just Max won the driver's championship, but Mercedes won the constructors. Right. Okay. So, it was a good race. I mean, if you if you got to watch it, um, you got to see Red Bull have a little adversity that we haven't seen this year. Yeah. You know, I and, mean, to have uh, some, some pit issues. 
Well, you know, and not just that, you know, Code is a unique track. Um, first off, it's an American track, and it's very American. I mean, there's a lot of wide open sweeping turns. I love and, that track. And uh, there's some decent, that straight stretch on the backside last, seems like it lasts forever. Uh, you and I, you and I ran that. it this week. We did. We, did. Um, we we picked a different car. Neither one of us had ran the the Alpine. Um, so, you know, I like that track. Uh, it's not my favorite, obviously, but I do enjoy running there. But yeah, as you mentioned, Verstappen had some. You know, he had trouble with the wind all day. He kept complaining about the wind for like an hour and a half. Yeah, like I just can't control the car. I get on the backside, and, and, and I I'm can't. sure it's. I mean. You know, you think about a lot of these tracks, and yeah. they're, they're sheltered. They have mountain ranges around them, or they have, you know, they're in a valley, or they're, right. you know, they don't have Texas uh, hill country wind flying right. through there, you know. That's true. And it's been really windy lately, so that makes a difference, right. I'm sure. And I think it averaged like 25. I mean, gusty wind like yeah. that has to make a difference, those cars. Yeah, it was like uh, 25 knot winds or something like that. It was something crazy, but, uh, and you know, these cars aren't that heavy, so. Yeah. Uh, they're exposed to the elements, and and but he was the only one. That of course, was he was. About to win. It's kind of surprising that that Lewis didn't. And by the way, man, I thought Lewis was going to win. I really, and I we've said it a hundred times on the show, twenty nine times to be exact. I'm not a Lewis fan, so I you know, but I want him to get a win this year. I watched the race with F1 Farmer this weekend, and and shout Chaz, out F1 Farmer and Chaz Michael Michaels, uh, his dad. Uh, that's not his real name. I'm. I'm protecting his name to what he, I don't know what you do. Like he's like, anyway, so we watched the race together. Um, we kind of all wanted, you know, we were kind of all pulling for Lewis, which is weird for me. Not a big Mercedes fan, not a huge Lewis fan, but you know, there's no denying what the man has done and his impact on formula one. And I, I wanted to see him get that win this week. And I really did. You know, there's something, there's something to be said about, and I'm going to not articulate this right, but it's like the end of an era. Yeah. And you know it. Yeah. And you, you know that it's over. It's Derek Jeter, man. It's, you know. It is. But you want him to go out. You don't want him to go out not not winning. Right. You know, I'm, because if he doesn't win this year, is he going to win next year? Probably not. I don't know. I mean, like, I just, I, I just want to hang on for just a little bit longer. And have that feeling of Lewis Hamilton still a stud in the sport, and he is. He raced a good race. He just didn't have the horses to keep up with Red Bull. But, yeah. And, and let's talk about that for a minute. Is Red Bull's car? So they were twelve. He was twelve seconds behind. I think. Who wasn't Max twelve seconds behind Lewis when he came out of the pits, or was it ten seconds? Yeah, that? roughly in that neighborhood. And I really wasn't. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't really watch Max anymore. Yeah, he's boring to watch. I mean, but here's the thing: in a good way. What, what but, I mean is. There's not – Mercedes is a top-tier team. How does Max catch him? Ten seconds is in F1 is is a pretty good well, lead. I there, mean, like, that's a, usually an insurmountable lead. There was some tire stuff going on, um, tire age and dag between the two cars. That was for sure. And Lewis ran hards. I didn't understand that one. Yeah, and here's another piece. They were both close to black flag penalties for track limits, which is common at Coda. Um, is it really common there? Yeah. Where, where's the spot? Do you remember last year? It was like, I don't, uh, turn 14, turn 20 there at the end. Cause everybody comes around that final turn and, and tries just, to cut it. They, well, they don't cut oh, it. Oh, they, they extend. go, they extend it to yeah. get up to speed faster. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. And they, that makes you know, sense. You cross, 
you cross into the red and white stripers with all four tires, and that's track limits. Yeah. So, um, they both did it multiple times. Lewis kept calling on the radio saying, hey, Max went out at turn 20, and I'm pretty sure he went out at turn 9, so look at the tape, you know, kind of thing. But it is what it is. You got you got to play the games you got to play. Sure. I mean, they got to do whatever they got to do. So, uh, it was – yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say um, – you know, and I thought Hamilton had a good run the entire race. He didn't really do anything wrong. He didn't put a foot out of place, man. He he did what he was supposed to do. Um, it's just sad he didn't get the win. But, you know, I kind of want to go through the race beginning to end real quick okay. and, and get through there. But So, obviously, obviously Leclerc had the pole. Because Ferrari gets the pole but never gets the win. They're the bridesmaid but never the bride. They're the the Chad. Right. They're the Cox so, 25. I get the <laughs> pole all the time and never can win. I used to get the pole. Now I don't even get that anymore. But, man, Max came off that. When the lights went out, he came off of that with a vengeance. Uh, exact opposite of what he did last week. Yeah. You know, where he had the rough start. Yeah, he did. But and, he, still, he still pushed it out yep. and got past him in turn one. Yep. Same thing happened this week. Um, so he gets ahead of him. Um, right in turn one at the beginning of the race, you see if you're if you were watching it on F1 TV, and I don't know how the covers look. Wait, on no, Signs had the pole. I thought you yeah, said Leclerc yeah, had the pole. Signs had the pole. Uh, sorry, it was a Ferrari. Yeah, had yeah, yeah. Anyway, Signs had the pole. So, if you watched it on F1 TV, um, you just saw Signs spin out, and then they went back to the replay and showed it, and Russell just basically hammered into the side of of Signs. And I want to save my rant for later. Okay. But, no, I'm not even – I'm going to save it for later. I'm not even going to say anything. Let's just say right now that Russell slammed into signs. I will tell you that – Do not steal my rant. I'm not going to. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Um, It seems like George Russell, and I, I have been a big oh fan God, of him. Oh, my God, you're going to absolutely – I'm not going to steal your rant. I'll wait. I'll wait. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. So, anyway, Sainz spun out out of the race. Uh, he said he just had a puncture, which was weird. When he came around, he made it all the way around the track with the puncture, gets back in the pits, and you see him lift up the car and pull it. I'm like, oh, my goodness, what happened? So, I'm, I'm guessing he had some internals damage had from be, the hit yeah, in the, in the left something. side. Um, but you would think that car could stay on after Alonzo, but go ahead. Right. Keep going. Well, then, you know, Verstappen builds a good lead, and so if you're a Ferrari fan, you're hoping for a safety car, and guess what? Ding, ding, ding. We got one. Yep. Um, so <laughs> Alonzo's coming down the backstretch, which by the way, he was driving like a man possessed. Uh, he, he really was him and Vettel both, which was awesome to see. But Alonzo's behind his teammate for next year. Yeah. Lance, Lance Stroll. Stroll. Yep. And there's a rule in F1. If you got two cars and I mean, they are nose to tail and the car in the rear pulls out for the, for the pass, you are not allowed to move. I don't okay. know if you knew that or not. So I always thought they had you they got not, one defensive no, maneuver. That's in a turn. So why are they not allowed to block? Because it's dangerous. That's why. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, clearly. Now, if there's space between if there's space between the two cars, sure. Move left or right one time and block them out. But if you are nose to tail, it is too dangerous. If a guy kicks out on you, you are not allowed to move. And, and Stroll, he clearly did. Oh my goodness! When they did the in in I mean, cab, you, very you could see him just kind of twitch over. I mean, I don't know if it was just instinctual, instinctive. I don't know if that's instinctual. Instinctual. That was a lot. I think I combined yeah. like two or three he words did. there. Um, you know, if it was one of those things where he knew he was going left, he saw him and just went to to block right, just automatically. You know, but I mean, he clearly did it. Oh yeah, he did. So and, uh, Alonso's front right tire. 
goes over the rear left tire of Alonzo and shoots it or over Stroll and shoots him into a wheelie. He, he looked like an NHRA t- uh, car in a burnout. Yeah, I like mean, a dumb, like a supercar, funny yeah, car. Or whatever immediately, yeah. like that rear. I thought he thinks he can fly. I didn't know what was going on. Almost said dummy car instead of funny car, but to me that anyway. We'll get to that later. Um, so does a wheelie. Okay. Pieces of the car flying everywhere. Ends up finishing the race with that damaged car, by the way. Which it, was impressive because usually the car hits the yeah. wall. And first off, the wing comes, like part of the wing came off. Well, I forgot what track it was, Baku. And he lost a tire and had some other damage. And he did basically three quarters of a lap at Baku with no tire and still got it into the pits. That's crazy. Insane. There was somebody this year, too, that lost like the front tip of a wing, the front wing. This week? It might have been Verstappen. No, this year. They like lost the front. You know how it's got the little, ooh, it's got the little thing in the jobbers yeah, on the, the side. That's a highly technical turn. Yeah. And they lost one of them and they finished the race. Perez might, did this week. Maybe. Oh, did he really? I yeah. didn't even know that. Yeah. Which was another piece of the controversy that Sorry, I'll get ahead. to in a minute. But yeah. So that brought out a safety car that, that, you know, that got everybody close together. Pit stops occurred. Uh, Leclerc had a really good pit stop. Guess who didn't have a good pit stop? Who? Well, you're the one that wrote it. Max Verstappen I just, in his 12 minute pit I was stop. just I was I knew who it was. I just thought okay. you were going with it here. So but he uh, did have a truck. It was like uh the front the left front air gun jammed or something happened. Didn't yeah. have enough I think they said they didn't have enough torque in it. Yeah, and they had to, to change the, out guns real quick, yeah. which wasn't real quick at all. It was not quick at all. <laughs> I felt like it was uh was it Leclerc or Sainz or whatever the first of the year a couple of races ago or whatever yeah. and one guy just didn't go out there. That's what I felt like it was. I was like, what did, <laughs> did they have to go get one yeah. at Walmart? What are we doing here?" Well, the funny thing was once once Max got back out on the track, he was like, you know, beautiful guys. Beautiful. Yeah, there's a couple beeps there. Totally beautiful guys. You so, know what though? He didn't he didn't berate anybody. No, just just a little. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that was his way of saying, guys, one job. You've got you had one job. Get the and, gun on the wheel. Yeah, and he doesn't know that the gun malfunctioned. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't know that it wasn't human error. Right, but. You know, again, you're right. You got one job. Yeah. Make sure that gun's ready. And he failed. He failed. So. That old boy failed. Before I get to my, we're going to kind of flip-flop two comments on here. You, uh, before I get to my Vettel goes beast mode uh, situation, you wrote that Leclerc probably had his best race. I don't know if it was his best race. I put that on here just as a talking point because I know he's won this year. Yeah. But as far as aggressiveness, Going after it, it's almost like I, you might have said this. It's almost like the weight of the championship is off of him, right? And he's just rolling. He raced for Stappen very hard, very well. Put a NASCAR move on him. Yeah, you know, Leclerc or Verstappen passed in turn one, I think. I don't know. You know all the turn numbers. He Verstappen passes him. Leclerc immediately ducks down and takes the spot right back. I mean, it was a beautiful move. It yeah, was, it, it was a wonderful move. And you know, and it was and. It was funny because I was talking to Eric and I was really thinking about baseball or football. Let's say football. And you have a team that's, you know, four and 11 or four and 10, and they're in a playoff game with somebody that's, you know, 12 and one. Yeah. And they've got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. And they end up killing them. It never fails. Right. Never fails. Yep. And, uh, and this was a very similar situation. And I think you're right. And, my biggest point, and you and I have talked about it for weeks and weeks, both on here and offline, about how I think he's got the yips when he's behind Perez. He's got, there's something to it. And there if you was. don't know what the yips are, there's any number of baseball movies, folks, that you guys can find. Or 10 Cup. 
or tin cup, yep. and you talk about getting the yips where you can't function in certain situations. And he, I maintain that, really tight. Yeah, I maintain the theory that Leclerc just can't function when he's behind Perez. But he overcame that this weekend. Oh man, he raced him hard too. I mean, and he, you know, he risked life and limb there, and he, which was cool because Perez ended up having to smoke out the tires and get flat spots. Yeah, to try to maintain it, and he still well, couldn't do it. So. And Leclerc made a heck of a move too before he passed him. Yeah, where they went, they both dove into the corner, and right. Leclerc recognized that if I stay on this line, I'm getting hit. Yeah, and he bounced out just a little bit, just enough to clear. Perez kept the spot. They didn't right. have to get the spot back, and then he went up and passed him anyway. Yeah. But I just thought – Leclerc had some of his best racing, I thought, of the year. Yeah. Not like, just not just getting out in front and running away, which I understand he did, but, like, pure talent, showing what the car could do. You know, unfortunately, his car's just not as fast as Max's. No, it's not. You know? And, but, no, and nobody has that kind of pace. I mean, he's, he's at superhuman levels. I don't even mind mentioning that, but, you know – It really is impressive. It is. Anyway, Vettel – 36 years old, retiring this year. I'm and so sad about that. I am too, man. I mean, Alonzo's my favorite driver, but but Seb is probably right up there, top three. Um, and, you know, this is kind of his farewell tour. We've talked about that. Uh, I think he's got a win at Coda. I know he's got a, a DNF at Coda too, but I'm pretty sure he had a win at Coda. Anyway, um, last, I, I want to say four or five laps. I think he did two tremendous passes in the last four. He, he passed Ocon, and I thought that one was crazy rock star level, right? And then yeah. he gets up on Magnuson, and they're fighting yeah. in, in turns that nobody should try overtakes in. And on top of that, he passes him on the outside of the You turn and I with, watched that one together today yeah. at lunch, and I mean, what a great pass. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Down to the final turn, they were fighting. The last hairpin little turn yeah. out there. And uh, so I like to see the fact that he's not just consigned with the fact that I'm retiring and I'm just going to take it easy and have a good time, which he could do. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's not making any of the mandatory press junkets. Probably not. He's probably like, yeah, not going to be there. I'm good, thanks. What are you going to do, fire me? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd say it was – and I felt really bad for him because he's another one that had a terrible pit stop. And yeah. the same tire. Uh, I don't know if they, they couldn't get it seated, but they said on the broadcast that, I mean, he was right there fighting for a podium. Yeah. You know, I mean, how cool would that have Him been? Him and Stroll both were up there for quite a while. Yeah. So it's nice to see uh, Aston Martin rolling pretty good. I like it Aston is. Martin. And, you know, I think they need to. And, you know, as that car becomes more and more Aston Martin and less other stuff, um, I think that's going to be fun to watch. But, um, you know, I think bringing Alonzo in next year is going to help more. I don't think it's going to be as much of a driver impact as it's going to be. Alonzo is one of those guys that'll tell you how to fix the car. Yeah, I remember you saying it's going to be more of a race engineer. Yeah, impact. I guess that's the yeah. right term. I don't know, like a setup person, like sort of like to, Pete Rose, head coach and player. It's yeah. going to be that kind of situation. Gotcha. So I keep making other a lot of baseball references yeah, today. I love baseball, man. It's America's pastime. Anyway, uh, the other funny thing I thought was right at the beginning of the race, probably six or seven turns into it, Gasly comes over the radio and's like. Uh, I don't know what's going on. My car smells like barbecue. Welcome to Texas, y'all. You know, and, and I was thinking, did he eat barbecue before the race? Or is this the second time barbecue comes up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because us Americans, and I use absolutely improper grammar there, but, uh, you know, barbecue is one of those things. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Faux show. Sure. So I was wondering if, you know, they hit, you know. 
I'm sure they had a good barbecue, yeah, a, a bar- good barbecue yeah. spot before. So anyway, that was that was just a funny piece of information. But post race shenanigans. Uh, yeah, what is this? I didn't I didn't get this. Okay, so two different races, Kevin Magnuson and Schumacher, I think, had their front stabilizer on their front wing hanging off, and they were immediately black and orange flag for safety to come in and get that thing fixed. Perez, his was dangling. I mean, it was flopping in the wind, and they let him go basically two laps. Ten full J again. And then, yeah. Here, Here comes ten full J. Yeah, but it's it's true, man. His was going like that for two laps, and then it flew off, and they're like, well, now it's fully broke, so we don't have to bring him in. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I realize I'm clicking my pin because it's a – I'll throw it over there because it's a conspiracy theory. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Now it's Red Bull trying to they – gave, they, they gave Max the championship. Now they're trying to give Red Bull the, the constructors. Okay, let's be clear about a couple of things. All jokes aside, nobody gave Max anything, and I'll be the first to admit it. That guy – I mean, you just watch it, and you're just like, man. He's good. Yeah, these guys are 27 Yankees. You know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, my gosh, there's another baseball reference for a team I cannot stand, by the way. It's the 04 Red Sox. Uh, So, but, you know, I just – you can't say anything bad about Max. But Perez and that whole situation – and the things that Red Bull have done throughout the year, yeah, you absolutely can. So it's true. There has been there's been a lot of weird breaks. And Haas, I don't think they were wrong having a beep, uh, you know, with with what was going on there. But and here's another thing, it's not like Haas is trying to benefit themselves. Even if they, you know, are, are upheld by the FIA, it's not going to change Haas's standing. It'd be different if it was Ferrari, yeah, or Mercedes going to the stewards and going, dude, what gives? Haas so did Haas say, actually go out and say something? Yeah, I saw a lot of social media hearing. about. Oh, really? Yeah. As far as I know, there was a. Oh, there he's was got a, his pin back. I got my, I got We're about to start pen. clicking again. Um, Haas is just saying, "Hey, man, you made us came come in on the same lap that it happened, and you're letting this guy go a lap and a half, two laps, and wait until it falls off, and then go. Well, fell off now. Now we don't have to bring him in. Well, of course you don't. I actually saw the clip where it flies off, and yeah. I mean, did they? How did they get that off the track? Because it wasn't it, in the racing line. but No, it wasn't. It, it went completely off the track. I watched it because Alonzo lost his mirror. Did you see that? No. So because of his wreck with yeah. strollingness, eventually his mirror got loose, and it just flew off like a bullet. Did they black and orange flag him? Nope. So it's not just Red Bull. That's my point, though, yeah. is that Haas is not saying, hey, I'm, we're doing this because it's Red Bull. We're doing this because it's not fair. Yeah. Same rules across yeah, all teams. We're already the ninth or tenth place team, and you're penalizing us, but not penalizing the people winning the constructors championship. That is odd, and it really stinks of the fans want Red Bull to win. That's what it but, really stinks of. Speaking of that, did you hear the boos when they announced Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez? Uh, yeah, and I guess the pre race parties. Yeah. You know that we, boy, they Austin let them have it now. Yeah. They they were booing him hardcore. I don't know. I, I don't know if they're Hamilton fans or there's Ferrari. A lot fans. of Hamilton fans down there. I wonder why. I mean, Matthew McConaughey, Ben Stiller. Are Michael they big? Douglas. Are they big? Yeah. Okay. I saw Brad uh, Brad Pitt at the race. Oklahoma boy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that okay. here later on. So, so before we move off of F one though, so I saw some breaking news, and this may not be breaking news, but it's breaking news to me. I didn't realize that Haas is basically forcing Schumacher out. Yeah. Like, I mean, there. I thought, you know, Schumacher at one time was going to move to Alpine, which that's not going to happen now. But 
you remember that, right? Like, I'm right. not crazy. Uh, but I saw a thing today that basically said, I guess Gene Haas basically told him he, he finished in the points, or we're going to find – I mean, so Schumacher out after this year? I mean, does he, where does he go? Williams still has an open ride, right? Yeah. So who's going to take Haas' spot? Well, Who, I think Logan Sargent's going to take the – He's uh, the F2 guy, right? Yeah, and I think he's going to take the the Williams spot. Also a American. Yeah. Yeah, so why wouldn't he go to Haas, though? I don't know. American-owned team, he American racer. take that one, but, I mean, both of those spots are open. So you've got DeVries coming in. You've and got Alfatari. Right. You've got uh, Logan Sargent definitely coming in. As long as, um, but now he has to get his license points, right? Right. Which he has not done yet. And here's the thing. You still have an open invitation, and there, we'll talk about the stink behind this, but you still have a lot of people, I mean, and they're not talking about it. Gunter Steiner gave Danny Ricardo an open invitation to take the Haas seat. I mean, absolutely. It's yours. Oh, you just call me and let me know. So Schumacher out. Schumacher out. Right. Danny Rick, it's yours if you want it. But here's the deal. And he publicly said this. You haven't read that anywhere, right? No. Like he publicly no. said. And F1 Farmer and I were talking about this the other night, and okay. he brought up an excellent point. So Danny Ricardo is making 15.6, 15.7 million a year at McLaren. And his buyout Somehow, was 20, right? his buyout was 21. Okay. But that's contingent on upon him not having a seat, not working. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's, it's one of those, like a, a football coach, you got your buyout, but if you get a job, we're only going to pay the difference. They're not even paying. They're paying nothing. So if he gets a job somewhere. At Haas making $3.6 million a year, if he's lucky, he's Why would you do eight, that? Right. He's not going to do that. Yeah, take the year. But there's a lot of people that say, hey, man, you take a year off, you won't be able to come back. And and I might be one of those people because I feel like you take a year off, it's Alonzo. hard. I get it. Yeah. Not everybody's Alonzo. That's, and, yeah. And and Danny Rick, I mean, he's almost taking the year off this year. I mean, he's a warm body <laughs> in a seat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. He was running 18th at Coda. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's out here just sitting there. Did you just really do the spit thing? I mean, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the tortilla challenge. So you had two, you know, two other things with the Danny Rick thing that are funny. Romain Grosjean <laughs> I sent you that, yeah. Yeah, announcing that, that Danny Rick is built for IndyCar, which I think is just his way of trying yeah. to get Danny Rick to come to IndyCar. Did you see Danny Rick's... Uh, Here's the thing, Response. dude. You're going to get terrified of ovals. You're going to yeah. You're going to get tons of. If Danny Rick comes into your paddock, this is what you're getting. You're getting the jokester. You're getting the life of the party. Yep. You're getting the solid interview, so the press would love it because he's a press machine. Um. You know, even Lewis Hamilton was talking about that. They did the post race with Lewis Hamilton and Danny Ricardo. And they asked Lewis what they thought of Danny not having a seat right in front of Danny. Yeah. And he goes, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, and they're like, well, he got offered the reserve driver job at your team. Should he take it? And he goes, no. He needs to be driving an F1 car, not standing in the, in the, uh, in the paddock or in the pit box. And he said, you know, if I was managing, he'd be driving. So, so I just wonder what's going to happen. And, you know, you I mean, and he's I gonna have talked about off. this and, and – you, you never, at least to me, my perception is you don't give it as much weight as I do. There is so many people on the F1 grid that don't have eight F1 victories. Oh, Danny Rick should have a job. 
Charles Leclerc does not have eight F1 victories. Sergio Perez does not have eight F1 victories. I agree, man. I would put Danny Rick in a Red Bull again tomorrow. And I know you said nobody goes back to Red Bull. I would put him back in there as a Red Bull fan. Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel, Fernando Alonso. Those are your top three F1 vic- total F1 victories okay. on the grid. Number four Danny is Danny Ricardo. Ricardo. Yeah. Um, he, he should have a job. And then there are, look at my fingers, there are 16 other people, including beep, beep, Nicholas Latifi. Gotifi. Yeah. They're was, in that group. Now, but so, so here's the deal. Danny Rick can have a job next year, right? Yeah. If he wants one, he's got an open invitation. But he'd be stupid to take – he's in that catch-22 where he'd be stupid to take it. So there's a, there's a lot of things to play here, though. Is it money so, or is it fame and is glory? It, you ha, you, he should have enough money Yeah, to be able to take an 18 – now, Godspeed. I, I'm not going to take get an it. $18 million pay cut, but, but it's I'm not, not the Danny same Rick. to us. Right. It's, it means a lot more to me. It, yeah. Um, I got kids, man. For him, like <laughs> that, eighteen million dollars is should not be if you manage your money correctly. Should not be make or break for him. Correct. That year off could be the end. I, I'm just saying, it it could be the end. And Mike Rogers, Diddy Pop Pie, our loyal listener, just texted me and said, "I have, man, do I have an unpopular opinion of Danny Rick? I would love." To hear this unpopular opinion, Mike. And, and I'd like to have Mike, you know, sitting here at the table putting if, his if money could, where his mouth is. If I could literally. figure out how to, like, hook my phone to yeah. this, I'd have him call in and we could bring him in, but I don't know how to do that on the fly. Because, man, this so, week he's had tons of really good feedback. Dude, you know? he is. He's he's on yeah. it. And now he's really into Formula 1. I mean, he made fun of me for mowing the grass the other day when I was in the grass. Um, you, I was yeah. in the grass a lot. And I found the grass in, in, in the desert. I really started thinking, man, you know, if he had his own F1 car, his sponsors would be Gravely, Kubota. New Balance. Zero turn. Actually, I'd, <laughs> we could do the white on the bottom for the New Balance and then make it like green yeah. so it looks like I've been mowing. Do I some, like it. Do some grass blades across the bottom. I'm digging it. So, anyway, we got off the point, man. I was really going strong on Ricardo. Is I just I'm, – I'm worried that if he takes this year, he's done. Because I am you, too. you had a really – you had a really bad 2022 and you follow a really bad 2022 up with not doing anything in 2023. And here's my thing too. What value do you bring to me in 2024? His downward spiral is self-inflicted. hundred percent, man. And, and you kind of said this and I want to take kind of a different angle to it. You said this because that was that week that I was really trying to lift up Danny and you were like, dude, he did this to himself, but my reasons are a little bit different. One, he left Red Bull because he was scared of Max Verstappen. Yeah. He didn't want to be driver, too. He didn't want to be. I don't understand that. Yeah. And then he goes to Renault, and he's got a great team around him. Yep. And sorry. And um, he should have stayed. He did. It took him three quarters of a year to get on track with Renault, but he did get on track. And he was doing well. And they were starting to build. And Cyril Abitabu, who at the time was the chief principal for Renault before they turned into Alpine. Okay. And before they hired a real punk of a of a of a chief principal, sorry, whoever you are, <laughs> I don't even know your name. That I'll tell you something. And I remember everybody. It's true. Anyway, Cyril said, he goes, it's all it's all false joy. It's all false hope. He goes, here we are building something with Danny, and he said this on Drive to Survive. Yeah, he said, but he's leaving at the end of the year, and I've got to, you know, and I'm paraphrasing. He's like, I've got to get it in my mind 
that Danny won't be here. And we started this great thing and he's leaving. So it's kind of, you know, bittersweet. Um, I don't understand why he did that. Yeah, I don't. I don't it I, made I no sense, man. And he made that decision at the beginning of that season, that second season, that he was already going to McLaren. So they had to go through the whole season knowing, knowing he, he was wasn't leaving. Be there. Right. Yeah. So that 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 decision right there started the downward spiral. The decision, not the decision to leave Red Bull. I don't think that was a horribly bad decision. Okay. Because he wanted to go somewhere where he was he he was the guy. And walking into a team with Nico Hulkenberg, he was the guy, right? True, yep. He could have stayed the guy, and they would have transitioned to Alpine, and Ricardo wouldn't have had to worry about seeing Alonzo show up at Bahrain at the end of that season coming in the next year. Yep. Right? Yep. So, um, but he did. And then he goes to McLaren into a car he cannot drive. It's not geared for him. It's not set up for him. It's not his kind of car. He needs to be in a Red Bull. He needs to be in a Ferrari even. He would be good at Ferrari. Uh, he would be good at Alpine. He was already good, de- getting good at Renault. Yeah. So those are cars he can drive. I just – now, isn't Haas – Haas is Ferrari, right? Yes. I mean, so maybe that is a good spot for him. He's not going to win there. Yeah. But at least kind of build – So, But we, it won't be his fault if they don't win there. Yeah, so here's here's something I wanted to plus, dude. Gene Haas opens a lot of doors, not necessarily F one. Is he gonna? Is he gonna end up on? A, uh, is he ever gonna get back on a top tier team? No, dude. He's thirty three. You, you know, I you, I don't think you realize how much it hurts me to say that. Now, me too. Like, and, I, and I, this you can kind of tell it in my voice a little yeah. bit that that when I said is he ever going to get back on the top gonna, team is because like it makes gonna, me sad. We're going to miss next year. We're going to miss. There's it's going to not be as happy as it normally is. Um, yeah, I mean you're not going to get this you, dude riding on a horse. Yeah, and you know that because you got guys like Hamilton and Alonzo and Vettel saying who's your favorite guy to hang out with on the grid? Danny Ricardo, Yuki. Gasly. Yeah. The good guys. Yeah, they all like everybody likes him, dude. He's the guy everybody likes. Yeah. You I mean, know? I really am gonna miss. You know, they had a picture, um I, I just saw it on on, on TikTok where Alpine's taking a, a team photo. Did you see this? Yeah. And he runs over and gets in the behind the car, just kinda like gets in the corner. You know, he's what I like about Danny Rick is he's huge and he's got this huge personality, but he, he's never demeaning. Yeah. He's never he's never like tries to steal the spotlight. You know, he jumps in the picture, he jumps in the back corner of the picture. You know, like he's I don't know, he just seems to be he just seems to be a good dude. I'm gonna miss him next year. And I'll tell you something else too. And I know I everybody out there is not a gamer. Even all the racing fans are you know, might not be gamers, but you know, F one twenty two launched with Lando, Russell, and Leclerc on the cover. Yep. And when you go to it on your PlayStation or Xbox or whatever you're playing on PC and the splash screen pops up, it's those three guys. Last week, it changed. I don't think I noticed that. It changed to Checo, Danny, and LeClaire. That's awesome. Now, you'd think, well, they'd put Max on there, but I think they're going to miss Danny. I think they think Checo's had a great year, and he has. And I think they think that LeClaire should have done better yeah. Or his team should have been better for him, and they weren't. And it's kind of a swan song for all three of those guys. Because all three of those guys, we're going to miss Danny because Danny's an impact on the F1 grid. And the other two, 
probably could have won the title if things would have went better for them. I mean, yeah, think about that for a second. We talked about Checo winning the title this yeah, year. Yeah, we did. So we got three races left to kind of bring this full circle. Can you talk. believe we talked about Danny probably for ten minutes? Yeah, maybe. But you know what? I mean, it tells you how much everybody loves him. You, I don't think you'll find somebody. You will not find an F one fan other than Mike that doesn't have an affinity towards Danny Ricardo. That's abs- yeah, it's absolutely true. And the funny thing was at Coda this weekend, they actually last year they were the number one attended race, like physically attended race. Coda was yeah. Yeah. This year, they broke their record. That's awesome. So, over 420,000 people. So cool. And I'm going to tell you right now, if we were able to interview all 400 and whatever some odd thousand people yep. and ask them what got you into F1, if they don't say drive to survive, they're lying. Yeah, I would say the vast majority. The vast majority. Unless it's an old guy that remembers the old days yeah. with Villeneuve and those guys, Ayrton Senna, you know, Elaine Prost, those guys, Schumacher. They're lying, you know. If yeah. They're in their late because they want to. Yeah. They want to sound like they've been Formula One fans yeah, forever. And absolutely. Not just, yeah, I got you. So, I mean, I, I'm off soul. I got in because of Driver Survive. Danny Ricardo is was the is the heart and soul of that show. At least he was for two or three seasons. I wonder if Netflix is going to throw their weight around and be like, guys, we got we got to have him. Yeah, we got we got to have we got to have Danny Rick. Yeah, until you know, two years from now, when we have the Netflix Formula One team, It'd be kind of cool, huh? Uh, Netflix, I'm going to copyright that tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> call me tomorrow. We'll talk. I'll meet with your people. We'll sit down. Anyway, Have your people call my people. Yeah. My people. We'll do lunch. My people's me. Um, well, okay, we can't so, do lunch anymore. We'll have to do a Zoom meeting. So, again, to wrap up that part of it, we got three graces left. Yeah. What do we have left? We have Saudi we have, Arabia. No, we have. Let's do them in order. We got yeah. Mexico next weekend. Yep. We got. Um, Brazil. We got Brazil. Uh, and then we've got, uh, you call it Yabba Dabba Doo, but it's actually call called it, Abu Dhabi. I call it Scooby Dooby Doo. Yeah. Come on, man. It's Abu Dhabi. Get my uh, bad jokes, my dad Which, jokes. I like that track. I know you don't like it as much, but I do. Uh, I hate Mexico, though. Not because I hate the country. I just hate that course. I like that track except for that turn out of the stadium. And, you know, and I've said this a million times when you and I run Mexico. You can never get started at Mexico. Every time you want to get started – Turn. Hairpin. Hairpin. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like, I mean, I've been decent there. I yeah. like that track. You've um, won there quite a bit. The, by the way, say? folks, if anybody's been watching this while we've been talking, at least if you're watching the video version of this podcast, uh, this is Bahrain, by the way, the first race of the season. Uh, and this was us doing our, our practice sessions, one, two, and three, and then our qualifying sessions, one through three. So, sorry, but go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. So, it's, it's a good point to stop here because yeah. I, got, I got a question. So if you're if you're listening on ESPN Paris 105.1, if you're on our podcast, this is a good reason for the YouTube subscription. You can go back and you can watch us, see our pretty faces, and also we'll we'll try to throw up our races. Now that we're back to doing our dual career, yeah, that may be something we do every week. is just throw our races on while we're talking. Yeah, if, even absolutely. if we don't talk about those, you can watch that and listen to us. So where was I going? Okay, so there's three races left. Max has tied the single season win record, right? Yes, thirteen wins. Okay. Who has that record right now, Lewis? Uh, it's tied. With who? Though? It's a three-way tie. So it's Michael Schumacher, okay. Sebastian Vettel, and Max Verstappen. Okay, so Lewis isn't in that. No. I don't know why I thought he was. That's okay. what I was telling F1 Farmer this weekend is this is actually a worse season to watch if you're just tired of the same guy winning because even the, the seven years that Lewis Hamilton won. He never he won did, 13 he, races. No, he didn't. 
But you can come in second every weight race and you're you're the driver's champ. True. You know what I'm saying? So, so okay, so the the how many races did Schumacher do it in? I dude, I don't know the frequent the range, but he, you know, he won 13 races. They I mean, I just it. didn't know how many is it like he won 13 out of 20, 13 and out of 18. Here's the thing, they weren't running as many races, so it's actually then, more impressive. Right? Like his was more impressive. Yeah. But it's it's no different between that and the NFL having touchdown records. I mean, it is what it is. You're, yeah. He's playing with the field that's on. So, he's got 13 wins, three races left. How many does he get? I know he's going to – odds are two. pretty great that he's going to break the record. Two out of three. So you're going to think he's going to win 15 races this year? Yeah. Which two do you think he's going to win? Oh, man. Well, I think Mercedes is going to give him a hard time at Brazil. Okay. Because Lewis Hamilton is – I don't care what car. You could put him in a, in a taxi cab at Brazil. Pretty good? Yeah, he's pretty good, except for the two times that he wiped out Albon. That one of those was at Brazil. Yeah. But he won that race, by the way. So um it's gonna be hard. The just the crowd inspiration that Checo's gonna have next weekend. Yeah, home race. Home so race. you gotta think Checo and signs. And when they asked, uh, I don't know if you I retweeted it to the Fuel Pod Nation this morning, but uh Sky Sports asked who's gonna be on the podium for Mexico. Okay. And I picked Alonzo, Checo, and Sainz. Those are the three Spaniards. The three, you know, that was, well, Checo's Mexican. But um, not because of that, though. I want Alonzo on the podium, but I want Checo to win his home race. Yeah, I want him to win. I will be definitely cheering for Checo this and weekend. And, dude, Sainz has had two races in a row where he's out in lap one. So, I mean, you know what? We talked about that. So it has nothing to do with... That's like his third or fourth time that he hasn't made it to lap two. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with where they're from. It's it's three very different reasons that I want those three on there. Yeah. And um, it just so happens to be Mexico. But Checo's had an incredible year, even without getting the, the championship. So I think the, the Checo Nation, when he goes to home... Dude, it's going to be insane. I mean, it's already insane usually, but yeah. I think it's going to be dialed up to 11 this weekend. So, is he? he's the second in points, right? Uh, or did he drop to third? He's third. Okay, but, so, dude, it's so close. I think it's four points or something like so that. So, it'd be cool to see Red Bull finish one, too. I know. No, it I, wouldn't. Okay. Um, For you, maybe. Well, I mean, I just think that's cool. I would yeah. think it was cool if it was Leclerc and Sainz. Yeah. I think that's cool when you got a team that's that dominant. Um, okay. So, we think he's going to get two wins, or you think he's going to get two wins. Yeah. I think he's... I didn't answer your question, though. So, I think it's going to be... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I think well, it's going to be Abu Dhabi. I think we're going to get a repeat of last year at Abu Dhabi. Brazil and, and Abu Dhabi. Uh, yeah, Brazil and Abu Dhabi. I mean, Dhabi. process of elimination, you answered my question. I guess You said so. he wasn't going to win Mexico. He could only win the other two. Okay, somebody ate their Wheaties tonight. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Have we exhausted F1 talk today? Uh. Yeah, looking at the uh, the old clockometer over here. Yeah, we, we definitely have forty three minutes of talking uh, of talking F one. So, yeah. um, again, we started our dual career before we get off F one. Just real quickly, we started our dual career again. Um, Finally, yeah, we kind of been hit. Call I of Duty. still want to go back to twenty one and finish that one. I don't, because dude, you're so close. I know, but I, it's over. I don't have a shot now. Because I, if I was leading Mexico, remember, yeah. and I wrecked, if I'd have won that race, 
then I would have had a shot. But when you won, it basically took me out of contention. Okay. Because there's only two we finish it. Well, we can eventually. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think I deleted it. Um, which it'll still it's in the cloud. Yeah. Um. So we're we're racing dual. We went to Alpine. We did. Uh, which we'd never really been to before, other than that one GP. Right. Um. It's a great car. It is terrible braking. So for me, it's it's, a, it's weird that I like it because I like to. I'm getting better at this. Yeah. But I like to hard brake. It's just I like to go in hard brake get out so and i'm getting guys, better at and it. chad this is not i'm just it's saying okay. this out loud but um chad's one of those guys even if he doesn't have anybody on his tail or he's not trying to overtake somebody he will late break into a turn 100 percent. it's it's the however many years of playing nascar yeah and it, i get it it's all it is now i have consciously lately tried to lift in the green and Eric said one time, try to never hit the red. Right. You know, the red flags. So I lift in the green, let it slowly turn to amber to yellow, and then kind of accelerate out. Right. I'm still not great at it, and I still revert back to old habits, but I'm trying. I'm getting better. And I think that's a lot of the reasons why I go off in the grass is because I'm thinking about that instead of steering the car where it needs to go. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay, enough F1 talk. If you want to follow us on there, follow us on Twitch, Chad H610. GMJ729. We'll start putting the thing up on our YouTube channel so you guys can check it out. Um, okay, we got about 15 minutes, Jay. Um, so I want to move on to World Rally Championship real quick, and we'll just go quick so okay. that we can get to our We're news. Good. But uh, So we had, as you know, uh, Cali Rovenpera already clinched the world title, so yep. they're, they're not really racing for anything but the constructor. Uh, Toyota clinched the constructors championship this past weekend at Spain. Is that Rovin Paris team? That is Rovin Paris team. Uh, but it wasn't Rovin Para. He came in third. Okay. Uh, but a former world champ did win for Toyota. Seb Oje. Guess whose car he drives? Who? Well, it's his car, but he kind of just is a part-time driver. Elfin Evans. No, no, it's the guy that wants the full-time ride. That's we talked about it. It's a Pekalaki. <laughs> Let's throw that out there for Mike. Yeah, that's for Mike. It's so all as, one word, Mike. It's all one word. car with Sebastian uh, Auger driving. They brought home the title for Toyota Gazoo Racing this weekend, uh, which was excellent to see. And talk about Max Verstappen, but let's talk about Toyota Gazoo on the whole when it comes to rally. They have dominated this okay. year. There's only been a few rallies where Hyundai – has Hyundai. done whatever the Hyundai they wanted to do. And if it wasn't, and I think that's more Oitanic than it is Hyundai. So Toyota just has the much better car. Yeah. So uh, they, they brought home the title. Terry Newville is, he's had a couple of comeback rallies. He was in second place pretty much most of the year. And then about the halfway point, he slipped. Yeah. And he really didn't come in. And uh, the last few, he's really kind of made a run at it. Of course, he can't win, but, you know, he's done really well. Uh, Rovin Peril was kind of on cruise control this weekend. Him and OJ were trading stages back and forth on Thursday and Friday. But he came in, Rovin Perry ended up coming in third. Oit Tannock is in that kind of, well, I don't have a shot at winning the title. So I don't care. So I'm going to do what I can. But, dude, he had an instance this weekend where his brakes blew up and caught on fire, and his car was stopped. And it looked like Ghost Rider, like his car was Ghost Rider. Like the wheels were literally just on fire. Really? Flaming. Yeah, it was kind of neat looking, even though obviously it I mean, as long was as he's safe. Problems. Yeah. But a uh, lot of punctures this weekend. But, you know, 
anytime they showed the cameras and they do this a lot with rally where they have a camera that's on the road, like, okay. I mean, literally on the road, just, you know, little pebbles here and there. And it was, I mean, punctures were just cr- rampant this weekend. Uh, so it was kind of weird. I said this before. One of my favorite parts of that is if there's a puncture, they get out and change it, right? Yeah. Like the drivers get out and here we go. Yeah. It's change 40, the tire, you know, 40 boys. seconds and, you know, they're back going again. So that was a big deal. Um, but anyway, Toyota clinched it. So huge congratulations to, to Gazoo Racing. Uh, it's been a pleasure watching you guys all year and, and to your young driver, Calareva Perrin, to your soon-to-be exiting driver, Seb Auger. So, uh, congratulations to you guys. But that's all I had for Rally, really, this weekend. All right. Well, next up is uh, Motorsports News. Well, we can cross off Danny Rick because we have beat that dead horse to death. We've beat talked. dead horse. He rode the he horse. He rode a horse. Oh, what? One of my favorite things Maddie said this week is you can't ride a horse into the paddock and then get knocked out in Q1. But I tell you what, let's, let's, let's on the fly, let's oh, supplant gosh. Danny Rick with okay. Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple was given the privilege and the honor of waving the checkered flag at Coda. Is he dead? Because it looked like a corpse out there waving that flag. Yeah. I, so, I thought maybe it was the night of the living zombies. So, I didn't know and, what was going and on. Guys, I'm not telling you anything you don't know because social media went so nuts. I was literally in the middle of tweeting, this is the worst flag, uh, checkered flag wave I've ever seen in my life when I saw the notification come in from Matty Gallagher at WTF1 saying, hey, they need to teach a class. A it's all minute. in the wrist. I mean, you got to like you see. If yeah, and you got to do go the whole. Down. Yeah, you, you know. What I mean, the you heck, pop it dude? at the end. I mean, he looked like he was waving it for his granddaughter's um, tricycle race. Yeah, if you've never seen thing the I've movie seen. like Cockneys versus Zombies, I know I've brought this up. I know I need to see that. You need to watch that movie. But he was literally just standing there going. It was ridiculous. If you haven't seen it, look There's up a twenty-nine second YouTube video on Tim. Just search Tim, Tim Cook, Cook shaking F1. checkered flag. Just Tim Cook F1 and probably yeah. did it. I mean, it was, it it was bad. Bro, dude. Talk about disinterested. Yeah. Or robot or Manchurian candidate I'm or sure something. Steve Jobs was probably rolling in his grave going, I dude, think Steve Jobs could have done a better job I today. Too. Yeah. Today. <laughs> right now. Like, he couldn't have done worse. Too soon. Sorry. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. He couldn't have done worse. He looked. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh it's always a good show when Jake is cracking oh, up. Man. I tell you what. We start talking zombies yeah. on uh, Fuel Pod. You know, things have gone horribly off the rails. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, second piece of information. So, this weekend at Coda, and, of course, it always brings out the celebrities. Yeah. Not as much as Abu Dhabi does for or some Miami. reason. Or Miami. Or Miami. but Miami. So, we had Brad Pitt, and we had Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh. So, Jerry Bruckheimer, doing? Top Gun fame, Brad Pitt, basically Martin Scorsese's. Hey, he's an Oklahoma guy. boy. I did not know that. He is. Second Although time I he said sounds it. like an Oklahoma guy. I think he just lived here for a little while. Yeah, probably. Shawnee, up around Shawnee somewhere. Yeah. So anyway, um, they're doing an F1 movie with Lewis Hamilton on the collaboration. Awesome. Uh, Hamilton said, you know, I read an article with him uh, on motorsports.com that was talking about he was really excited about the team they've created and built around this movie. Uh, Brad Pitt saying it's going to be the greatest racing film of all time. And self-promotion aside, you know, if you look at, you know, some of Brad Pitt's most recent stuff, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was an incredible movie. And 
and obviously I'm just spitballing. I have no idea what the plot is, but I can literally see Pitt playing not a racer, but like a principal in this movie. And this weekend he was He'll he, be a principal. He's not gonna be a racer. Yeah, he was knee deep in you could see it. You know, standing at the not standing out front where you know he could get FaceTime. He was in there with the race engineers looking at data, and I, you know, I saw him a couple of times pointing at the monitors, like, "Hey, what's this do? And what's that?" He's over there pushing buttons, right? So, and it was weird because a few months ago I'd watched a video, and I told you to watch this video where Tom Cruise had done an interview and then drove an F one yeah, car with yeah, yeah, Jensen yeah. Button. He did a great job, David Coulthard, and those guys. Um, and he was talking about what they asked him about doing an F1 movie. And he's like, yeah, it's something I want to do. You know, me and Lewis Hamilton are good friends. Uh, and this is complete speculation. Yeah. We, we know there's an F1 movie. We know Brad Pitt's attached to it. We know Bruckheimer's attached to it. We know Hamilton's attached to it. But we don't know if Tom Cruise is attached to it, which is why I put that in a parenthetical. But those two haven't worked together since Interview with a Vampire. Oh, wow. Do they get along? Not that I think, not that I know of. Can you think of any time they've been in a movie together since Interview with the Vampire? Because I can't. If you're out there in listener land and we're missing something, let us know. But yeah. I can't think of anything. No. So, anyway, as long as they don't bring Kirsten Dunst back, I'll be happy. But, um, yeah, I can definitely see Brad Pitt playing a chief principal with a new and upcoming driver. And But Tom Cruise is too old to be a driver. Tom Cruise has got to be like no, the eccentric no, no. older Or maybe owner. it's two chief principals going at it. Maybe it's a Toto Wolf Christian Horner yeah, maybe reboot. So. That would be good. I think I would like that more. I would. Than watching. That's because uh, we're older, man. I think so. I think so. I think that would be really cool. You remember the movie Driven with uh, Sylvester Stallone yep. and one of I the I never watched it, but kids, I remember it. I think. Yep. But, uh, you know, that was the whole Sylvester Stallone was the old bird that was needed to retire. And he needed to coach up the new kid coming along who yep. didn't know what was going on. Uh, you know, I'm kind of sick of that trope. I'm kind of hoping they go with the the more meaningful. And that, Brad Pitt's kind of gone that way with his career lately. So, uh, it's I'm looking forward to it, man. I hope they do a good job. Have, have they said anything about production? No, like, is it even start? I don't I, think it started. It's right? Still pre, I think it's still pre-production. They were there just gathering data this weekend. Gotcha. And, and I'm sorry, whoever that producer director is for this movie, I didn't remember your name, and I, I apologize. Anyway, uh, but they were the producer on the new Top Gun movie, so okay, so it's going to be good. You got the new Top Gun guy, whoever that is, with yeah. Brad Pitt and Lewis Hamilton and Bruckheimer and Bruckheimer. Should be a good yeah, show. Should be decent. Um, so that's that. Uh, but we do have some NASCAR news to cover. Well, you better get it quickly. Yeah, we're, we're trying to go fast. But, oh, my goodness, dude. Let's just go to podiums. You sure you don't want to talk about Bubba coming back? Bubba pushed a guy to race. He got suspended for a race. The next race this weekend is his favorite track at Martinsville. Go, Bubba, go. Let's go podiums and back markers. All righty. Podiums and back markers. Okay. Jay, you go first. Um. So, my third place person is the guy that drives that convertible for Red Bull, Max Verstappen, because uh, it's open top convertible. I, anyway, I got it. Sorry, I know you're a little slow on the uptake. Um, it's dumb. So, Dad congratulations joke. to Max winning the title for Red Bull, winning the title for yourself. Second place, Hamilton. Best, best race you've had all year, man. And you did a great job. Commend you for it. Wanted you to win, believe it or not. I know that's hard to believe, but I did. And first place goes to Vettel, who's going out like a like a champ. Instead of just, yeah. you know, taking the, the hat bow and, and going back to the bleachers, another baseball reference. 
he's still he's still playing to win. So that's mine. Okay, I'll go real quick. Third place, Coda. I thought they put on a heck of a show. I think that it's a. Well, I didn't really. I didn't even know when I put this down that they broke the record. Love the track. Love the atmosphere. Don't like the town. But we never said this, guys. If you're listening and you're not an F1 fan, Coda stands for Circuit of the Americas. Yeah, it's in Austin, Texas. Yeah, um, it's a it's a really fun track. NASCAR races there. I I think you said it's not your favorite. I like it. It's just kind of wide and sweeping and fun. And I feel like there's some good overtake places and it's a fun track to race on. Um, number two, Sebastian Vettel. For everything Jay said, I mean the guy is like he's done. It's over. He's at the end of his career. He's got three races left. He just seems to be having fun. I really like him a lot. By the way, Nico Rosberg is trying to pick him up on an E-Series contract, but go ahead. Okay. And then number one, Max Verstappen. You win, you get on the podium every time. Yeah. My honorable mention goes to Toyota Gazoo Racing for the rally title. Rock on. Okay, backmarkers. Uh, We can't read that. Backmarkers. Don't don't read that. So I wrote a lot of expletives in here because Chad stole most of my backmarkers. I didn't didn't know I did. uh, So my third place, also Lewis Hamilton, because he's so close but so far away. Uh, The second place was uh, Lance Stroll because, dude, you got to do better. You really got to do better. Uh, And first place goes to George Russell, which I didn't even do my rant on, but I'm, I'm sick and tired of George Russell not taking accountability for his own actions. He said that signs turned into him this weekend. Signs was stationary, and you literally saw Russell turn into signs. It's been every time. Every time. It was Checo every a couple time. of times. Red Bull ring with Checo, yep. and then another Checo incident. Yep. It was, it's been him of, every time. Yes. So here's what I was going to say earlier. I'm tired of it, dude. And, and he made my number one backmarker as well. I used to be a George Russell fan. Yeah. And I say used to be. Because I now think that he may be not as talented as I thought. You can't have a car like a Mercedes. And he's raced well this year. Don't let me. Lewis Hamilton's got him the last few races. The last half of the season. Yeah. Um, He's talented. I'm not trying to take that away. He's talented. He knows what he's doing. He's good. But I don't think he is as good as he thinks he is. I think he's out driving his talent, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but he's just not as good as he thinks he is. I'm kind of off the Russell train. I've jumped ship. I'm, I'm going to go back on the Max train. I know, I got a minute and a half. Uh, number two, Stroll. I didn't even know you couldn't make that turn. I just thought it was dumb. I mean, I thought it was just a bad move. He was there. Why block? I mean, yeah. once you see his nose, he's there. Yeah. You know, there's nothing good going to come out of that. And number three, pit stops in general. Especially air guns. Go go get some new air guns, guys, because it didn't work well. Okay, so that's the Fuel Pod episode number 29, season 2, episode 9, wrapped up in the books. When's the Mexico race, Jay? Next, this weekend. Okay. Not next weekend, this weekend. This weekend. So we got a race in just a couple of days. This yeah. is going to come out on Friday uh, about 3 o'clock, or you can listen to it live. Listen to it live. We won't be doing it live, but you can yeah. listen to it live. On ESPN Paris 105.1, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Get you ready for the race. Listen to the last race. Get you ready for Mexico, even though we didn't talk about it a whole lot. If you've got F1 TV Friday afternoon, you can start watching Free Practice 1 and get all the sessions on F1 TV. We've got about 47 seconds before we get kicked off the air on ESPN Paris. MJ729 on Twitch. Chad is Chad H610. He's also that on Twitter. I'm JNeil729. You've been watching the listening and watching to the podcast. 
Follow us, like us, subscribe, download. Five-star review. Support us, five-star review. Thank you very much. This has been a crazy episode. Thank you all. You guys have a great evening. I do have one more. I know I just the ruined your whole... I get to close it one time. One time. <laughs> <laughs>